Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, a film that I recently saw. Um, it's a uh, science fiction film that came out in 2021. Um, it was um, written, produced, and directed by Adam McKay. Um, and the film stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence... Rob Morgan, Jonah Hill, Mark Rylance, Tyler Perry, um, uh, Timothy uh, Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Kate uh, Blanchett, and Meryl Streep. And, of course, the film that I'm talking about is Don't Look Up, which um, is a film that, from the moment uh, that I heard about it, uh, I I knew that I wanted to to see it. Um, why? Because well, because of the uh, the description, in fact, uh, that uh, you first saw on um, Netflix, um, where it uh, began streaming on December twenty fourth, and basically, in a nutshell, um, the the description basically uh described uh the the uh the 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 premise of the of the film and the premise was basically that um some scientists uh, had discovered that a um a comet um was on a collision course for earth um and when they chose to um tell the world about it basically uh the uh response from everyone was uh meh basically uh so what and i thought okay sounds interesting but the description drew me to it but the addition, um, having uh, such great actors as Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep um, starring in it as well, that immediately made me think that it must be something that they thought was worth making. Because um, even if you're not a fan of these actors, um, some of the films that they've been in... Um, are undoubtedly films that um, have a good story, have um, something about them that drew them to them, uh, because a lot of actors are drawn to making films based on the script. They won't make a. They don't matter who the director is. Um, if the script isn't good, then most actors. Um, at a certain level, wouldn't be willing to, you know, expose themselves um, in in such a way if they didn't think that they could add something to the story or whether or the, whether the story in the film was worth making. And as I alluded to, the the premise of the film is about um, a comet. Um, that is approaching Earth, that is discovered uh, by some scientists, um, most notably uh, Kate uh, Dibiaski, uh, who's played by Jennifer Lawrence, who is a, um, a PhD candidate um, from uh, Michigan State University. Um, and she's doing work at the Subaru Telescope um, uh, late at night, and she discovers a previously unknown comet uh, just inside um, Jupiter's orbit. Um, and she informs her um, uh, professor, Dr. Randall Mindy, who's played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, and at first, there, it's a joyous moment because um, for her, she because she 
was the one who discovered this new comet. She would get the opportunity to name the comet, put her name on it. Um, but when they begin to do the calculations as to the the relative distance from Earth, um, Dr. Mindy, uh, especially, who is working out the calculations, he is momentarily troubled because, based on his calculations, it appears that um, that none other than is it a new comet that they've discovered, but this new comet, based on the 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 distance that has been calculated, appears to be on a collision course with Earth, and they calculate that the uh, the comet will impact on Earth in just over six months' time. And as a result, it will cause a planet-wide extinction-level event. And at first, um, as you as you could imagine, discovering such knowledge is um, unsettling to Dr. Um, Randall Mindy uh, and um, uh, Kate uh, Dubiaski. Um so they 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 don't uh reveal everything straight away to everybody however they um get in touch with um the uh planetary defense coordination office um who's headed by dr teddy oglethorpe and um as a result of this um they go to the white house um to present their data their evidence to the the president uh president uh Janie Orlean um who's played by Meryl Streep and um they have to wait and wait and wait um overnight and then they come back the next day and then when they present their evidence of this happening basically the president and uh, her chief of staff, um, who is also her son, uh, Jason, who's played by Jonah Hill, they don't really take it that seriously. And, um, yeah, because they, they're, they're so embroiled in their own uh, problems. I think they're going, uh, the president is going through a midterm, midterm elections at that time. And, yeah, it's not, a big thing they they don't think that it's uh they, they they even dismiss it that it could be that these scientists could be wrong you know where's the data they want nasa to look at it again they just don't take it seriously and that's what i i like um about this film um that in that it, it is very real in 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 lots of ways even though in some in some parts, you could say that um, it, this, this, the film doesn't take itself seriously in some parts, but then in others, it, it really does. Um, and that is, that is why I guess um, this film has um, divided um, people um, because it does have a satirical um, uh, tone to it in some cases. But... Um, and I suppose it just depends on your own, um, the the whichever way um, you 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 look at a film and how what kind of film it, you can uh, meet your palate, you, know, you could say, because um, because it is so satirical. Um, it, at the same time, it's it's dealing with. Um, something that is hopefully something that no one on earth will have to go through even though it is there is a high probability that it may happen again because it has happened again because um you know there was an extinction level event 65 million years ago which led to the um the extinction 
of an entire species that we call dinosaurs and the fact that we now know from um, archaeological evidence that these uh, creatures these um, both carnivores and herbivores existed these huge mammals existed um, you know and they no longer exist now you know the cataclysm that came as a result of the um, the asteroidal impact 65 million years ago completely changed the face of the planet so um, the impact of a comet or an asteroid upon planet earth um, of any size uh, isn't anything to um, to not take seriously um, but the the asteroid that they discover is several kilometers in in width meaning that if it was to impact earth and it wasn't stopped then it would cause the extinction of everything on earth not only humans but most plant life animal life everything and uh but yeah so what i love about this film um is is the realism in a way because not only um i hear fans of the film are divided um about the film um it just shows how people the 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 the, the people the characters in the film shows how divided people would be in real life would they truly believe that this is going to happen um imagine if this did happen if someone announced it uh how would you react you know and um it reminded me of course of um other films that have a similar storyline such as um deep impact which came out in 1998 which was a science fiction disaster film, which also um, depicted um, a what in that film was a 11-kilometer-wide comet, which was um, predicted to collide with the Earth and cause a mass extinction. Um, then, of course, Armageddon, which came out in 1998 in the same summer, which also uh, depicted um, uh, these blue-collar um, drillers um, sent by NASA to stop a gigantic asteroid uh, that is on a collision course with Earth, which starred Bruce Willis. Um, and also, um, a film that I saw back in 2020 called Greenland, which starred um, Gerard Butler uh, and Marina Bakarin, um, which also told the story of um, a of the survivors of um of a uh, the impact from a planet destroying comet that is racing towards earth um but the difference between uh don't look up greenland deep impact and armageddon is that in deep impact and armageddon and this is a spoiler for those films i guess if you haven't seen them but um there's a happy ending in those films, even though sacrifices are made um, to save um, the human race, which is something that could have happened in Don't Look Up, um, a mission very similar to the missions that were launched in uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon are um, are sent to this uh, this comet to try and um destroy it before it reaches earth um but there is a twist in don't look up because that mission is called off um at the last second actually so in deep impact and armageddon um they are the mission to stop the asteroid is successful the asteroid um is broken up into smaller pieces and the the impact from the the, the comet um, asteroid is is substantial but not um, extinction level 
um, it causes destruction. There is, you know, a massive tidal wave. Um, there's a, you know, a very emotional scene in Deep Impact, especially, um, um, featuring um, uh, Tia Leone, um, who is a news reporter who, in that, who plays the character of Jenny Lerner, and in that that film she discovers well who she believes she believes that um someone um in um the US government is uh um having an affair um and and the she believes that the that she's discovered the, the name of the person who um um uh, secretary of the treasury is having an affair with is called Ellie uh, but then, when she does some more digging, she discovers that um, Ellie, in, in fact, stands for uh, Extinction Level Event, E-L-E. And this finds her, this leads her going down a rabbit hole and um, uh, discovering that there is an Extinction Level Event um, that's been predicted. This leads her to present this to the President of the United States, played by Morgan Freeman in the film. Um, but yeah, at the, at the end of the film, anyway, she has she um, embraces her father, um, who she um, had had a, a very strained relationship with for many years because he had remarried. Um, but there is a, a moment where he goes down, she and she goes down to the beach to meet her father and. They are both engulfed in this tidal wave that is caused by this um, the impact of this uh, tsunami that is caused based on the impact of um, of the asteroid, the the the, the comet. Um, in Armageddon, the mission is a success, as I said. Uh, even though Bruce Willis sacrificed himself for his um, his the rest of humanity, but especially his daughter, who's played by Liv Tyler in that film. Um, in Greenland, um, which is a great film as well, no such mission um, is um, launched, as far as I know. Um, in, in fact, it, well, it's not. Um, a, a mission is um, put in place where several prominent people around the world are sent to underground bunkers that have been planned for have been built um dug out planned for so that when this happens when this uh comet impact occurs the best of humanity or those that have been selected um will be able to live uh underground um and be able to live for years until the the, the environment of Earth is once again um, fertile enough for the survivors to to uh, come back out to the surface and try and rebuild the human race. But of course, not everybody um, would survive. Not everybody does survive in that film. There are a great many casualties, but it also shows how much chaos would be caused if you know people found out that the the end times the worst of the worst was about to happen and so that greenland is a, is a very realistic depiction of um of what might happen if if it was to happen um you know this uh, extinction level event but don't look up. Um, in don't look up, it's kind of like a combination uh, of all three films that I've already mentioned: Deep Impact, Armageddon, Greenland. There are several uh, tropes that are touched upon and are referenced. Um, but don't look up tells its own story, um, and as I say, the 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 differences are that the experts, those that discover this comet, they are not at first believed. It's not really 
this this thing that is going to happen is not thought to be something that anybody should know about straight away there's no urgency whereas in the other films there is urgency the 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 government knows about it they they know this is going to happen and they've planned for it um but in don't don't look up um it's it's more it's harder for them to get the the voice out but eventually um they end up going on a morning um dr uh dibiaski uh playboy jennifer lawrence and um uh, dr mindy um they go on this morning talk show and um uh kate dibiaski loses it basically she gets frustrated that they're not taking her seriously um and um Kate Blanchett is one of the the hosts of the this morning show, um, and she's more interested in um, in uh, Doctor Mindy. Uh, she's already uh, she's very interested in in him, and she wants to get to know him. And uh, you know, she's not really taking it seriously. Um, he is kind of nervous you know he knows that this is going to happen um but you know he's just overwhelmed and um he's um able to keep a lid on his emotions at this point at the beginning of the film more so than um kate dibiaski who is younger and she um expresses her emotions her emotions are more close to the surface but um you know, and what something the else, um, the president, um, and um, you know, uh, the um, director of NASA, uh, um, who is a, a top donor to the president, um, you know, there is a, um, there is, they understand one another but and there is a, a mutual respect i guess but at that this time um the president is involved in a sex scandal with her supreme court nominee so she's basically trying to uh keep her head above water um uh while she if you know if this wasn't happening you know um perhaps she would be a bit more focused on the um the threat ahead of her but she doesn't really seem like that kind of person she just seems like someone who you know she's just trying to, she's just a, she's a political animal she just cares about uh, staying in power and um you know keeping herself um um in the spotlight um so she um and this this is the only reason when the the sex scandal becomes more um more apparent to the public it is only then that she decides to divert her attention um and improve her ratings uh by confirming the threat of this comet approaching um earth and um that she plans to divert um money into coming up with um a way to either divert the comet or destroy it using nuclear weapons um and this is all set into motion um uh, dr mindy is um becomes a um a, a prominent part of um the mission um and um he becomes gets more exposure um he and so he also uh gets closer to one of the um the morning show hosts uh Bree uh Evan T who's played by Kate Blanchett and they engage in an affair um while he becomes like the the face of this 
mission to save the human race, uh, which is being spearheaded by the President of the United States. And, you know, um, they've come up with this um, this uh, mission, which would involve um, the launch of nuclear weapons, um, along with uh, one of the retired um, space shuttles, and this these would be launched and then used to destroy the or uh, break apart the comet into um, more manageable um, um, pieces, uh, you could say. Um, um, and the the mission launches successfully. Um, it's commanded by um, Ron Perlman's character. Um, who uh, is a, um, I think he was a retired um, colonel, um, a war veteran, um, um, and he is chosen on to go and command this this mission, which uh, unfortunately would would lead to his death because it's uh, a one way trip. Um, and yeah, so the mission launches successfully. Um, but then, um, the mission is aborted, um, when, uh, Peter Isherwell, uh, who is played by Mark Rylance, who is this, uh, billionaire CEO of a very successful tech company called Bash, uh, or, and also a, a top donor of, uh, the president, and he has come to discover um, that there are trillions of dollars worth of, <clears throat> excuse me, rare earth elements within this comet. Um, and he convinced the president to abort this mission because he believes that instead of um, completely uh, either diverting or destroying the comet, they could mine it for um, such um, rare earth elements such as <clears throat> um, gold and elements that could be used to uh, build mobile phones and technology and, and things like that. So the decision to, to change the mission, to not destroy it, um, and instead... Uh, disintegrate it mine disintegrate it and then m mine it in such in a in a way that would be um um easier to extract these rare um earth elements from it at um at a future time this is what this is the worst decision and the most selfish decision anyone could have ever made and it's because of this because they're so selfish because they're thinking about making money off this rather than taking it seriously and thinking about the entire human race and trying to stop the human race from from dying out uh, and not only the, the human race but the rest of the world every living thing on earth this is what leads to the events that ultimately happen at the end of the film and um, it's really a caution, uh, a cautious tale. This film, um, and when it comes to something so serious as what is depicted, which you know, if it did happen in real life, which you know, the way this this the the film. Uh, depicts it. Uh, if it was to happen the way that it happens, then there would be no coming back from it. There would be no. Um, if it, well, if you think about the the film Greenland, in that you know that people did survive, but I'm not sure who would be able to survive or how people would be able to survive if if it um, if the destruction of Earth happened as it is depicted in um, in Don't Look Up, which of course is a spoiler for the end of the film. Um, 
because one thing leads to another and um it it becomes very apparent um and especially after more of the public find out um about this comet that it's not a, it's not um something it's not a fake uh a fake out it's not as the president says the president um says don't look up um it's nothing to be concerned about um you know everything's going to be okay whereas the scientists they're saying everybody's saying no it's coming it's going to impact earth if and because we aborted the mission to destroy it that's going to be it's going to be the end of everything so but the president just keeps rallying trying to uh run for you know um still on the the re-election train still just thinking politically thinking about herself um but then they launch another they launch this other mission to as i said um break apart the asteroid and mine it um for um it's rare materials but because they've left it so late in the day because the asteroid is perilously close to earth now and the technology that they attempt to use to you know d uh, break it apart does not work um the the you know the it was only one um one thing that's going to happen and that is that earth is going to be impacted by this uh comet and then we find out that uh the president and um the uh uh and peter Isherwell, this billionaire ceo um have basically uh there is there is there is a plan to uh, if it didn't work, that there would be a, a ship that would be launched, which would have cryogenic um, technology on it that would allow for uh, a small number of the human race to uh, live on after uh, launch into space. And um, the president is um, taken to this ship and it launches... Um, and this all happens um, while um, the vast majority of the human race um, plan or and await um, in their own way this um, the the arrival of this this comet. And there are. Many times during the uh, during the film, where you you just feel for the the people of Earth, you feel for almost everybody except for the president of the United States. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it really makes you think about what would happen, how would people react. Um, and especially at the end, uh, when we get to see this this comet impact uh, on Earth and um, the destruction um, that uh, that comes from it. Uh, but the the scene that I really um, I loved um, is the the one at the end of the film uh, when um, Doctor Mindy uh, goes back home um uh, he reconciles with um his um his wife who confronted him about him having um an affair um uh, with the, uh, the the television uh news anchor um and he goes home he also reunites with um Kate uh, Dibiaski um and they go back to um dr mindy's home and um 
they try to make people uh, realize that you know the government is um is not uh has been lying they've been telling everybody that this comet is not going to be the end of all living um people and things on earth um uh but when uh, a a mission that was being launched by china india and russia um to deflect the comet um doesn't um doesn't work out as planned and in fact gets destroyed um um this just leads um to it, the the scientists and everybody who finds out about what is going to happen to really have to face up to the the ultimate um the ultimate ending um which we see depicted in the film and so that's why dr mindy goes back to his house he reunites with his children his wife um he sits down with uh kate dibiaski um and um oglethorpe um sit around um around a dinner table they have a meal with um one another even though um dr mindy is offered a he was offered a place on this um, sleeper spaceship um which has the president on it and um and is designed to find an earth-like planet um however um president uh, orlean um in her rush to get out of uh to get off earth um she uh leaves her um son jason behind um to basically have to fend for himself and she doesn't realize it until she's on her way to the spacecraft um but yeah so um yeah the great scene at the end where um dr mindy's family uh he and um kate uh dibiaski and her boyfriend um um Yule, uh who is this young shoplifter that Kate befriends, uh he's played by uh Timothy Chalamet. Um and they all sit around the table as we see the, the comet in orbit starting to pass through the atmosphere and break apart into smaller pieces as it does, which go on to impact the, the surface of the earth. And um, the comet hits. We see it hit the Earth. And we see the destruction of society, of life. Um, and it's quite, it was quite moving actually. To see these moments, this, this moment, the last moments of this, of these people who tried to warn the world, try to do their best, try and save everybody, but in fact they they couldn't because there were there was another faction working against them the entire time and that faction was on the side of greed um uh spearheaded by the president of the United States who and um by um you know um the character um Ishawell um who is just in it for the money and um but the true heroes are the ones who um unfortunately couldn't couldn't do what they they wanted to do um and this leads to as i said um mass extinction mass destruction of earth um however uh, there is a mid credit scene um which takes place 22740 years after uh we catch up with the um those who are on board the cryogenic um spacecraft 
they have now awoken. Uh, there were 2,000 people on this spacecraft. Uh, we see them exiting the spacecraft after uh, landing on uh, an alien planet um, that seems to be lush and full of life. Um, all of the um, the crew are naked um, and um, they seem to be in awe of this new place. Um, President Orlean goes over to one of these um, large bird-like creatures um, which he uh, attempts to pet um, but um, unfortunately for her she's immediately attacked by one of them uh, which um, Ishawell goes on to name a uh, Brontorok uh, and then uh, after the president is killed by one of these Brontoroks he advises everyone not to pet the Brontoroks um, and um, then in a another in a post credit scene, uh, we see um, President Orlean's son Jason um, emerging from the rubble of the building that um, must have collapsed over him um, after the um, the impact of the of the comet, um, having survived the comet um, impact. And the first thing he does is call out for his mother. And the next thing he does is attempt to take a selfie of him and post it on social media for everybody who is able to see it to um, like and um, share and subscribe and, you know, all the things that people do on social media. So, uh, yeah, and that's that's the end of the film and... Um, as I say, there are dip, there are so many things that make up this film. It's it takes itself. There are times when it takes itself very seriously and its subject matter. There are times when it doesn't take itself seriously at all. There are times when it um, kind of mocks the, the 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 tropes of other films that tell a similar story. Um, but I found it very very moving actually. Um, especially um, the, the character of um, Kate Dibiaski, um the way that she goes on to be portrayed as this hysterical woman, um, hysterical character when she's on TV and she tries to starts shouting about how people need to take starts to take this in in you know this this impact um, seriously, um, this impending. Um, destruction of of Earth, seriously. But she's made into a meme, and she's just shared, and she's ridiculed online and by everybody, and no one takes her seriously. And then um, Doctor Mindy becomes a part of the problem. He starts getting caught up in the whole hoopla of um, oh, it's going to be okay. We're going to everyone's going to be saved. Don't worry about it. Um. And then it's only at the end that he finally comes to realise that there is there is no way because greed it's the greed of people who stopped the the um, the survival of more people. Um and as I say it's a cautionary tale. Um but I do like this film very much. Um uh, I was always um, a fan more of Deep Impact than Armageddon um, uh, back in 1998. Um, but I, I've always enjoyed these disaster films because it really does allow us to see how people may react and what they would do if a similar situation that is depicted in those films was to take place and as I said you know it's a foregone conclusion that if not in the near future at some point in the future just as in the past we will be impacted and the fact that we haven't been impacted by an enormous rock from space um, in a considerable amount of time um, must lead anybody with any any sense of um, 
reason reasoning that there is a possibility that this might happen and that's why these films are so compelling i guess because they're something that could happen in our lifetime and if it were to happen what would be the response by the governments of the world what would be the reaction of the people of the world would the entire world just descend into anarchy um who knows um and i'm sure um that there is somewhere um right now where there are plans that have already been written up for a worst case scenario um for a situation very similar to what we've seen in all of these films such as deep impact armageddon greenland don't look up and um of course they wouldn't be revealed until um the moment uh, happened when um we would we would have to be the public would have to be told about um what was what was going to happen but um yeah who knows um but you can you can bet that astronomers right now are looking up and they have seen countless comets and asteroids that have come very close to the earth and um some have come more close um too close for comfort some are 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 passed us by at a distance that um we haven't got to worry about but um and if it wasn't for the planet jupiter then we would have been impacted multiple times over millions of the millions of years since the impact by the dinosaurs uh, since being impacted by the asteroid that destroyed the um and led to the extinction of the dinosaurs i should say um but uh yeah um great film though really great film um but sad really is sad very moving as i said i i found it to be and um and um yeah the performances by uh leonardo dicaprio who really threw himself into this this part um of this astronomer this um scientist um who um is you know not very um capable in front of a, a camera at first but um the more times he spends in front of a camera and on tv he becomes more uh comfortable becomes more uh comfortable as a celebrity um you know comes out comes on tv basically telling people that it's okay you don't have to worry everything will be okay um and then at the end he realizes that he's made a um a colossal mistake um and that he's been a part of the problem rather than um a part of the solution but by the time he realizes it at the end of the film it's uh it's too late um and he, as i said uh the greed of um of the tech companies and um the president um in the film was was ultimately what led to this the destruction of earth because they uh ordered the original mission to destroy the comet um to be aborted and that's what that's why it wasn't destroyed when it was destroyed and that's why it ultimately impacted upon earth but um yeah great film um so if you can check it out um wherever you wherever you see it uh, whether that's on Netflix or um whether you can whether it will be released on Blu-ray or DVD at some point I'm sure it will be then definitely uh, check it out uh then but um yeah it's a really good film really good film um and uh yeah let's hope that uh that we never have to live through any of the events um that we've seen in such films similar to this film but uh 
Um, yeah. I hope that um, if it happens, when it happens, then all the nations of the earth will all bound together and all come up with a solution to stop such a thing from occurring uh, rather than um, you know devolve to their pettiness and think about what they could make from such an event or um, it's just yeah I suppose that will be the true test of humanity um, whether we will be brought together or whether we will be divided um, and I suppose it's at moments like that when the world and humanity is tested that we finally get to see who we really are. Um, but yeah, I, I would advise everybody everywhere to not stop looking up um, because um, there is uh, things out there in space that we all should be... Um, uh, taking an interest in and focusing on um even if it's if it goes beyond um a comet which you know are wonderful to look at when they're just passing passing by um but there are many other wonders of the of the universe to behold and hopefully we won't get um uh impacted by them um in the future um, and if we do, then it won't be on the level uh, of the extinction level event that we see in um, in the film. But anyway, uh, I think we'll leave it there for now. Um, but I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you like what you heard. And I'll talk to you again soon. Hi everyone, this is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm a, a writer, I'm a poet, and I'm an author. Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories, or uh, the stories within my novels, then you can check them out online on Amazon or um, from the the book depository or online at uh, Barnes & Noble and uh, if you want to check out some of my most recent uh, poems then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that I've written uh, in the past Uh, but yeah, so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon